Have you ever been asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? Gwen gets to work. I like talking to people and they like talking back to me. Well, that's what I think. One day I asked my mum, what, how do I know what I want to be when I grow up? My mum said, if I interview people about like their jobs and things like that, well, I will find out and like the people, all the people who who are listening, um, you will find out too if you don't know. Let's get to work. <laughs> And again. She said she was animal friendly. She could have never heard a fly. So when I caught her in Wendy's, I couldn't quite believe my eyes. She was chomping on a burger bigger than her head. Now I'll never trust a word she ever said. And I've got a question. Was everything we had a lie All my friends were trying to warn me But I didn't see the signs Looking back it was so obvious They say that love is blind And I guess I was too gullible Cause now it's plain to see She said she was vegan Vegan, vegan Just to get with me episode I am interviewing a podcaster of the Bloody Vegans podcast. He gave me some great tips. Check it out. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, hello. Hello Gwen, how are you? Good. Well, Cough and a snotty nose. Bit under the weather. Yeah. How are you? Not too bad, you know. Not too bad. I've had a lovely day off so far. Good. Shall we play a game of podcast true or false? Let's do it. True or false, is it? Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Yes or no, unless I'm not sure. Yeah. Right. I've got it. Podcasts are just for cool kids. <laughs> no, I think podcasts are for everyone. So false. Do you need to have a studio to record in? No, absolutely not. You can have nothing but your phone or your iPad. If you have a studio, awesome. If you don't, doesn't matter. Do you have to be tech savvy? No, not really. It helps, but it's getting easier and easier to make a podcast these days, so... I would say no. It's an advantage, but it doesn't really matter. You will become famous. I am shooketh. We can't come here. We're too famous. I can't go here anymore. (laughs) Will you become famous for that? By being a podcaster? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Depends how good your podcast is. I mean, if it's super good like yours, then probably yes. But uh, there are there are a million podcasts out there, so 
I guess there's a lot of people who do them that aren't famous. So I would say if you're going to do it, don't do it to make yourself famous. Do it because you like having the conversations because that's uh, then you'll then you won't be disappointed. Yes. Do you need to have a good topic? Yeah, I think so. I think that's more important than any of the tech uh, is having a really good idea for your podcast or something that you actually want to talk about or you're passionate about. So yours, for example, is an absolutely brilliant idea. So um, I can see your podcast being successful for many, many years. But sometimes people have a podcast and they don't really have much of an idea, which is okay. That's fine. But I think... uh, it's probably got a little bit more of a limited shelf life than if it hasn't got a really, really smart idea behind it. So I think the topic's really key. Thank you. You get better with practice. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, if you listen back to my first one, I don't think it was very good. But, you know, <laughs> you get better. The more conversations you have, I think, the more comfortable you become with it. And I think you learn from it, like you've probably found this, haven't you? You learn from other guests. So once you've had a few conversations, you think, oh, that's quite interesting. That's quite different to what one of my other guests said. So you start to sort of build up your knowledge level. And I think that really helps with your with your interviews. If you're doing an interview-based podcast like ours, I think the, be- the more you do, the, the better you get. Apart from yours, which started awesome. So you, you couldn't have got much better, surely. You were brilliant to begin with. My first one was good because I had such a great guest. It's really helpful, isn't it? When you have yeah. when you have good guests, it makes it a lot easier as a podcaster, doesn't it? Sometimes you have to work really hard and other times it's a bit easier. So your yeah. guest is key when you're doing an interview like ours, right? So hopefully I'll try, I'll try and be a good guest for you, Gwen. <laughs> can do it in your pyjamas while picking your nose and no one will know. <laughs> well, that's definitely true. I mean, in the true or false sort of thing. Yeah, I think you can. Unless you're doing a video podcast. So some people do those. And then I suppose you've got to be on your best behaviour, haven't you? But if you're uh, if you're doing an audio only like ours, then yeah, you can do it in your PJs. You can have a little bowl of cereal on the go if you want to. You can pick your nose, whatever you like. Okay, now for the big questions. Okay, I'm ready, I think. What did you want to be when you grew up? Well, I wouldn't say necessarily a podcaster because um, I think it didn't really exist when I was when I was young. It was just radio shows, I think, when I was, when I was little. But I always liked showing off. <laughs> so I liked, I liked uh, presenting things <coughs> was probably a better way of putting it. And I liked, I always liked discussing ideas with people. I loved conversations. So I didn't really know what specific job I'd like to do. But um, I definitely think if it involved conversations and presenting things and talking about different ideas, then I'd be really happy. So, yeah, hopefully I've fulfilled some of that remit with this part of my, my life. So, yeah. Did you record yourself on tape? Did I? When I, when I was young, yeah, definitely. I had cassette tapes when I was young. And my friends and I used to, um, we used to do like pretend radio shows and we used to try and play uh, instruments and stuff and be in bands and things. So 
we used to record the music ourselves and then would do the intros to the music like it was a radio show. Um, <laughs> I think some of them are still around somewhere. They're all quite funny, though, because we weren't very good. What were your favourite radio game programmes or TV shows as a kid? So, um, well, I suppose when I started really becoming aware of what my favourite stuff was, like, I mean, like, like most people, when I was probably really, really young, I used to tape the chart show. The sun always shines on TV, so say aha in their smash hit, which shines again this morning in the vintage video section of the chart show. On a Sunday night. Now, your mum might know what that means, but uh, you probably don't remember the top the charts, but you used to have the top 40 charts and they were the best songs of the week or the, the biggest selling songs. And so you used to record them on a tape um, so you could listen to them later. So I liked that when I was a kid. But then when I got a little bit older and I started going to secondary school, probably about 12 or 13, I started listening to a guy called Steve Lamack. Six. Music. Good day, bad day. Keep suggestions coming and we'll play one of the best just before six o'clock. For your national Who anthem. used to Stay be on time. Radio uh, 1 and he's now on Radio 6. And uh, he's still one of my favourite radio presenters. And there used to be a chap on after him called John Peel. So if I stayed up a little bit later, I could listen to John Peel. And they introduced me to loads of really cool music that, that I got into and I'm still into now. So it was probably those two later. But when I was younger, it was uh, the chart show and things like that. My mummy is smiling and thumbs up. <laughs> so you host a podcast called The Bloody Vegan Podcast. First of all, what is veganism? Oh, that's a big old question, isn't it, Gwen? So, <laughs> so veganism is trying as far as is possible and practicable um, not to cause any harm to animals and not to take anything from them. So um, you don't eat anything that comes from an animal. So no meat, no dairy, no fish, no eggs, that kind of thing. And then you don't wear anything that comes from an animal, so leather or silk uh, or wool, those kind of things. Um, so, yeah, it's trying to, I guess, look after the animals, really, in a nutshell. Cool. How long have you been a vegan? So I've been a vegan for about three and a half years now, coming up to three and a half years. So, yeah, a little bit before my little boy Arthur was born, probably a year before he was born. That's a lot. It's quite a while, isn't it? But some people have been, some people have been vegan for, for lots, of, uh, lots more time than me. So one of the folks I had on, on the podcast, she'd been vegan for 47 years. So imagine that. So since since she was three years old. That's amazing, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Why did you why did you make a podcast about it? Ooh, yeah, that's, that's a really interesting question. I think so. I went made a podcast because by this point, sort of probably two years ago, I um, I volunteered at Reading Vegan Festival 
And my job at Reading Vegan Festival was to introduce all of the guest speakers. And they were so, each one of them had such a different viewpoint from the other ones. They, they all had really different views and they all had loads of interesting things to share. <coughs> and as someone who'd only been a vegan for about a year by that point, I thought that would be really awesome to have conversations with these really interesting people and put them out there because so few people in the, in the UK are vegans. There's only 1% of people are vegan. And so I thought I'd spread the word and share some of their, um, some of those amazing views that I'd heard. So it started from there. I didn't think it would last very long. I was kind of hoping I'd get to about 10 episodes, but I've now done 48 episodes. So we're just coming up to a year. So yeah, I, I'm amazed it's gone on this long, but I keep finding new people I want to share their stories of, you know? Yeah, that's good. What is your favourite thing about doing podcasts? My favourite thing is the conversation. A little less conversation, a little more action. So I, I love the actual, the actual conversation that you're in. Yeah. Which... For people who don't do podcasts like you and I, Gwen, they might think that that's all that we have to do when we're podcasters. But we have loads of stuff to do, don't we? Like we have to edit it and then we have to market it and we have to upload it and all these kind of different things. And so some of those things are less fun, uh, but the conversation is the best bit by far. So that's probably my favorite thing. And also I'm really nerdy. So I love all the techie stuff and the microphones and all that kind of stuff. So you don't need to know all that, but I do love it. So um, that and the conversations. And we have to think of the questions. What was that? Sorry. And we have to think of the questions. And we have to think of the questions. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I try not to think of the questions too much. I know that sounds a bit odd, but I think about probably about three or four questions. And then the rest of it, I like to... I like to just go with the flow, you know, just have a conversation and see how it goes. But I definitely like try and think of the questions, uh, try and think of some big questions in advance and then the rest of it I just let happen. I, some, I need some questions to help me. I think it, I think it's a good idea, you know. Sometimes I've been <laughs> conversations where I think I wish I had, or did, I wish I had prepared a few more questions. <laughs> go blank like when you can't think of what to say yeah definitely I've had yeah, loads I of do sometimes. <laughs> I've had loads of those moments yeah when I'm in a conversation and particularly when somebody said something really cool and sometimes I need a couple of minutes just to have a little think about what they've said because it was so uh it was so interesting, but I've got to take it all in. <laughs> so, um, yeah, definitely I've had a couple of moments where I've, uh, I've had to improvise for a little bit because I, <laughs> I haven't quite got my next question ready. <laughs> Do you, have you ever lost a recording? Oh, well, that, yes. <laughs> so there was a chap I interviewed called Alex Lockwood. Now, you might not have heard of Alex Lockwood. But he, he's won a, a thing called a BAFTA, which is a bit like an Oscar, um, but in Britain. So it's a, an award for people who make films and act in films and things like that. 
and he'd made this really awesome film. Anyway, I'd wanted to interview Alex for ages and ages, and eventually he said yes. So uh, I started uh, the interview, and it was all going brilliantly. We got to the end, and I thought, oh, wow, that's so cool. I've got such an amazing interview to share with people. And then I went to, like, download it from the website where I, I record my virtual podcasts, and only half of it was there. And uh, I was incredibly sad. Sir, are you okay? That happened to me. (laughs) But it worked out okay because Alex is a really, really nice man. And so I messaged Alex and I said, is there any possible chance I could have 20 more minutes of your time? Uh, so we could finish off the interview and he said yes so we re-recorded it and i had to sort of edit it together so it appeared that it was the same conversation yeah. and i got away with it <laughs> when we Thanks interviewed me. the president of trinidad and tobago it got uh half of it it didn't record oh no and it's... also my mummy lost the Recording of Daddy's episode the first time because you didn't save it on Skype. Well, losing your dad's ones, no, that's no problem. <laughs> wouldn't, worry, wouldn't worry about that one too much. But the, the president of Trinidad and Tobago, oh my word. My mummy cried. I bet. I think I would have cried <laughs> as well. <laughs> I said to my mummy, deep breath. And let's all go. I think that's the way to that's the way to play it. <laughs> you have you have to just stay stay cool. It's okay. It's not the end of the world. <laughs> so, do you have a routine that you do when you are recording at your your podcast? A routine. Um, I I do. I've got a few different routines because it depends on where I'm where I'm recording and who I'm recording with. So sometimes I like to, um, well, all the time I like to do them face-to-face and meet people. But obviously at the moment, particularly, that's really difficult. And sometimes it's difficult because it's just difficult with people's schedules and things like that. So you have to do it virtually. But, um, yeah, I've always got a little routine. Sort of usually it involves, like, if I'm meeting somebody, I like to kind of, invite them to meet me whilst I set up the kit because I think during that little time you get to have a little chat before the chat if you like and I think that um that's really helpful because you get to know them a little better um and then outside of that I think um probably my other it's kind of not really a routine but it's sort of a routine I guess is is not to over prepare or overthink it I think sometimes you yeah. lose the spontaneity if you in it, this it sounds like an excuse for not doing my research but if you don't know as much about somebody and you hear it for the first time then your reactions are like genuine you know they're they're real as opposed yeah. to if you've seen too many interviews of that person then you sort of know what they're going to say and then you don't you're not as excited all of mine have been online because i started in lockdown except the beekeeper and I got so hot. It's getting hot in here, so take off all your clothes. I'm getting so hot, I'm looking at the Because we did it on the hottest day.
Oh, wow. Oh, wow. We had to wear, like, a big suit. I wish it was, like, the coldest day. Because then we'd be nice and warm. Did you have to dress up as a beekeeper? Uh, well, we got suits. Because we had to have, like... We couldn't just walk. No, I guess so. I guess you all can't. the bees would sting us. <laughs> I guess like, you can't. There were like 1,000 bees on the, like, in there. My you goodness. You can also see it on YouTube. Oh, can, can you? I need to check that out. I didn't know you did it on YouTube too. Very cool. Do you have any favourite equipment? Yes. Yes, I do. I have... um. Uh, I've got a couple of favourite mics. <laughs> so the one I'm talking to you on now is one of my favourites. <laughs> it's called a Rode Procaster, which is a bit techy sounding, isn't I it? I have one here. Oh, look at that. That's cool. Let's play a game. All right. On the count of three, name your favourite dinosaur. Don't even think about it. Just name it. Ready? One, two, three. Velociraptor. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. That's cool. So this is my favorite. And then um, this this piece of kit here behind me, this is called a Rodecaster. So it sounds a bit like a Rode, Rode Procaster, but it's the other way around. So it's a Rodecaster Pro. And that's like a mix. It's called a mixing desk. And that's very cool. I really like that too. It's cool. It looks cool too, doesn't it? It's got lots of lights and stuff. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny, okay? Does anyone help you? Uh, no. <laughs> I wish they did. <laughs> but no, I do, I do it. I do all of it on my on my own. Maybe one day. <laughs> when I'm a bit more when I'm a successful podcaster, hopefully then they will have a team of people who can help me but for now it's a solo project yeah same f well i sort of have my mommy oh yeah and my stepdaddy oh yeah cool so you've you've got a little team of people already gwen yeah. you're you're super successful already see <laughs> have you got any tips for me for interviewing people tips uh, yeah, I, I think, well, I think so for what it's worth. I think you need to give me tips, actually, to be honest. I think you're a, <laughs> you're an ace interviewer. Um, but I would say be, be super curious. So if you hear something that you think, oh, that sounds really interesting, I'd like to know more about that, then ask more. Just say, tell me, tell me more about that because I think that's really interesting. If I think if you're, if you're curious about something and you're interested – your audience probably will be as well. So they'll they'll hear uh, somebody say something and they'll think, oh, I hope she asks something else about it. So be be curious and, and just keep asking uh, them to tell you a little bit more. I think that's that's probably my my only real tip. Yeah, because it's sometimes hard not to rush. Exactly, yeah, exactly. You think I've got to get to all, I've got to make sure I answer all of my questions and... Uh, ask all of my questions and sometimes I I might have a, a big topic that I thought I was going to talk about and I end up not talking about it at all because we go down a different a different avenue because they said something really interesting and I think that's okay just let that 
let it happen. That's really cool. It should be natural, I think, when you're doing interviews. But it depends on how, you know, what you want it to be like, what your podcast is. I think that's the great thing about podcasts. They're all sort of um, a reflection of the person who hosts them identity. So they can be whatever you want them to be. That's the great thing about them. Yeah. Before I let you go, have you got any funny podcast stories? Well, I suppose the only real funny was... uh, was the one about losing, and I don't know how funny it was at the time, actually. I was a bit, like I said, I was a bit sad, but it was the one where I lost um, lost half the interview. I think that was probably the funniest one. Um, outside of that, I, I did, I tried to do one live once in um, a place called Olympia in London, which is like a conference venue. And so I did it there, and there was lots of passers-by and lots of people walking around. And so we did have some some uh, people wander up and want to get involved in the conversation, which was. Oh, somebody! Oh, he needs oh. some milk. Hey! <laughs> that was quite amusing <laughs> at the time because they weren't really invited to. So uh, <laughs> that that was quite amusing at the time, uh, but I managed to edit it all out rather nicely. So. <laughs> So random strangers and and lost podcasts. I'd probably say those are those are the funniest things so far. <laughs> Thank you for joining my podcast. No problem, Gwen. You'll think you're doing an amazing job with it. You know, it's a brilliant podcast. It's such a great idea. Thank you. What do you What do you hope to do? Out of all the jobs you've had so far, has there been one that's been, you know, all the jobs you've interviewed? What's been your favourite so far? And do you think you'd rather just be a podcaster instead? Maybe. Because it's quite fun. You don't have to do work every day. (laughs) (laughs) So funny! (laughs) You're right. You're right. That's the best bit about it. (laughs) You can work when you want to work. Within reason. And you get to meet people. Yeah. You've met some super cool people too. I'm very jealous. You've done very well. Tell us again what your podcast is called and where you've and where to find it. Yeah, so it's called The Bloody Vegans Podcast, and you can find it on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Stitcher and Acast and all of those other ones that exist. So there's <laughs> Basically, wherever you get podcasts, you can find it <laughs> or you can get it on the um, on the website. So uh, www.thebloodyvegans.podcast.co.uk and you can uh, listen to it on there as well if you'd like. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Love it, Gwen. Bye bye. Thanks for having me on your podcast as well. It's been awesome chatting to you. You too. Ace. I hope you get better soon. Get rid of that nasty cold, eh? I will, hopefully. Good on you. Thanks for listening. Speaking of podcast equipment, I have set up a GoFundMe page to help me get some more equipment so I can do live interviews. It'd be really nice if you could help me out. The link is in the episode notes.